Good morning and welcome to our daily word and prayer. My name is Tom Short. I'm so glad to have you along with us today as we get into the word of God, talk about it and allow it to transform our lives. We've been talking about the prayers of Paul and this morning I'd like to address something that may have been a benediction, just a final blessing he gave the Romans, or it might be a prayer, and it's found in Romans 15, verse 13. Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that you will abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. It's encouraging to me that our God wants us to be filled with joy and with peace. You know, these are things that people have. It leads to our hope. We talked about hope last week when we talked about the hope of our calling and our ultimate hope, hope of eternal life. Hope gives us a future. Hope gives us something to live for. Many people don't have hope. Our hope gives us joy and peace and indeed the joy and peace that God gives us causes us to abound in that hope. I'd like to talk a little bit this morning about how God wants your life to be filled with joy and filled with peace. Now, you know, there's a lot of Christians who don't seem to have joy. The world wants it, and we, we, we have this image, this stereotype of Christians as being sour, sad, uh, negative, unhappy people. And it probably comes somewhat, the world characterizes us this way because we don't tend to get our happiness or our joy the same way the world does. Some of the ways the world gets their happiness and joy are sinful. They're focused on pleasures that we, we see as short-sighted passing pleasures and we don't buy for it. we don't go for the bait we don't go for the trap and so we're often seen as killjoys and people who aren't having fun and sometimes we also focus so much on our sinfulness that we can we can go through life with a, a just a heavy burden of sadness at what a sinful person we are and indeed we do we are saddened by sin Jesus himself was known as a man of sorrows, and yet he also, was he not known as a man of joy? Look at what he says in John 15. These things I have spoken to you so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be made full. Now, I imagine if Jesus didn't have any joy, that wouldn't have, that wouldn't have meant much to him. They wouldn't have, they, they, they would have thought, I don't know if I want... If, if you're always walking around sorrowful and sad, you know, that's not very appealing that you tell me your joy is going to be in me. Somehow they must have had, they must have seen Jesus as having joy in his life. And the idea that they, it must have been something that attracted them, that they wanted. And indeed, I hope that with you and I, people see us and they say, boy, I'd like the joy they have. There's something in them that they have. Now, you know, there's various, by the way, joy and happiness, some people think there's a distinction of the words. I used to think there's a bigger distinction that maybe there is. It might just be semantics. Generally speaking, some, if we do make a distinction, we say happiness comes from external, joy comes from within. 
but in the dictionary, lots of times the words really are interchangeable. But I think there's four levels of maybe of a happiness or of a joy that I've thought of. One is a level of just pleasure. I'm happy that, you know, something went well for me. I, I have a good feeling. We won the game. Uh, you know, I, had, I did something that, you know, we had a nice meal. We, we did something that we enjoyed being together uh, as a family or with people you love. That's, a level, that's an initial joy of pleasure. Of course, there's nothing wrong with that as long as you're not pursuing that type pleasure in sinful ways. There's nothing wrong with that. But we want to move beyond that level. You know, that's what children have. Children get their joy just from the things you give them or the things they have or their circumstance. We want to move to a deeper level, and that is a, a level of passion, that there's something that we enjoy doing. There's something that, that uh, uh, we may, it may be a hobby. It may be our work. It may be... Um, uh, something that is that we're passionate about, that we get fulfillment and satisfaction from, and that's the second level of happiness or joy. And, and then there's a third level, a deeper level, and that comes of satisfaction, of fulfillment from finding purpose in life. And and if you indeed, a lot of people don't have that. They never move beyond stage one. They're even older people. They're adults, and they've never really gotten learned how to have a happiness and a joy in life beyond anything other than than the the temporary experiences they can have but this third level purpose you know by the time you're grown adult you ought to be having this you ought to know what your life is about and there ought to be some sense of satisfaction and happiness where you lay your head down on the pillow at night and feel like your day was well spent you feel like you did well that day you did good you were fulfilling the purpose for which you were made, for which you were created by God. And then there's a fourth level, and that's, that's what Paul's talking about here in Romans, 4, Romans 15, and that is a, a joy that comes from our beliefs, a joy that comes from what we know to be true, a joy, a happiness that comes from our faith in God, our relationship with Him. Jesus said in the book of Luke, He said, They'd, they'd experienced great victories, spiritual victories. And he said, and he was excited. They were all excited. They were rejoicing that they'd seen victories in the spiritual realm. But he said, nevertheless, do not rejoice in this, that, you're, that, that that's, the demons are subject to you, but rejoice that your names are written in the book of life. And that ultimate joy comes from that relationship with God. As we sometimes say here, and I like to say, we've got something the world can't give and the world can't take it away. They can take away, you know, our pleasurable experiences. They can, they can take away our passions. You, of course, you could. You could easily. You could become disabled. You, could, you, you might enjoy uh, exercising. You could lose your ability to exercise today. You know, it, that could be taken away from you. Your purpose in life, if, you know, you might really find purpose in work or, or service. And, and that could be taken away. But what can't be taken away? is our faith in God. The world didn't give it to us, and the world can't take it away from us. Well, there's a second area where he talks about here, and that is peace, that we would be filled with the peace of God. Jesus spoke here too. These things I have spoken to you, that in, that in me you may have peace. In the world you have tribulation, but take courage. I have overcome the world. Here again, we see that there's various levels of peace 
that, that we can have in life or that we hope for. We hope for peace uh, in the world. We hope for peace over in, in, in Ukraine right now. We hope for peace in, between nations. We hope for peace in, this, in the big areas of life. And we hope, we hope that that, would, that will never be taken away. And so we're, I mean, people are praying for peace right now like they don't typically do. But there's a, that's, that's peace on a real big level. But then there's peace also that we have with other people. We hope for peace with, with our coworkers, peace in our family, peace in our neighborhood, peace with our classmates. We hope for peace in our relationships with other people, that we get along with people. But then there's a deeper level of peace, and that is I have peace with myself. And I found that people who don't have peace with themselves, they don't accept who they are, they're not at peace with their own who God made them to be. We have this tremendous uh, upheaval in our culture going on now about, you know, uh, males thinking they're, they're a woman and, and females thinking they're a man. They're not at peace with who they are. They're not at peace with their bodies. They're not at peace with, in their mind, there's not a peace. And that's a big area we're seeing in our culture. But so many people lack peace in who they are and their limitations and who God made them to be, and accepting who they are. You know, I, I had to come to grips many, many years ago with, I'm just not going to be an NBA basketball player. It's not because I didn't try, or I'm not going to be a college basketball player, or I'm not going to be the best player in my city. It's not because I didn't try, not because I didn't work hard. It's just, I just don't, others have a body I don't have. They just do. They can jump higher, run faster. I could try hard, but you got to know who you are and be at peace with who you are. Some of us, we're just not going to, we've got to accept how God has made us. And then finally, though, that deepest level of peace is peace with God. We find that peace with God through faith in our Lord Jesus Christ. We're justified by faith, therefore we have peace with God. Now what I found is people who have peace with God tend to have peace with who they are, their body, their history, their upbringing, their place in life, shall we say. They tend to have greater peace with who they are. And once you have peace with who you are, you can tend to get along better with other people. You can tend to get, have better relationships with other people. And ideally, one day, maybe that even spills out into peace in our world, of course, when Christ comes back. But again, we have something the world can't give. The deepest level of peace is not when there's peace over in, in between warring countries. The deepest level of peace is not even when we get along with other people. The deepest level of peace is not even when we accept who we are. The deepest level of peace is when we find peace with God. And from that can flow the others. So once again, the world can take away are the, the peace in the nations. The world can take away uh, peace with, with other people. There's some people you just might never be able to get along with. They're just ornery people, and they're going to always create problems with you. But they can't take away the peace that God gives inside, and they can't take away our peace with God. Again, we have something the world can't give, and the world can't take it away. This highest level of peace that comes from believing and faith in Jesus Christ. 
Today, there's certainly, we, we want all levels of peace and all levels of joy. But what we want to focus on in life is those things that God gives and that the world can't take away. Because that, that gives us ultimate security and ultimate hope. Amen? Father in heaven, we thank you today. We have a joy that the world cannot give and the world cannot take away. And for this, we praise you. We thank you. We have a peace that the world cannot give us. Only you can. Only through faith in Jesus Christ can we have peace with God. And the world can't take that away from us. We confess, Lord, we, we, we don't want our hope and our security to be based on those things which are temporal. We're grateful for temporal blessings, Lord. We thank you for the things you give us that do bring us happiness. We thank you for the experiences you've given us and the relationships we have that do bring us happiness. But ultimately, Lord, our hope, our faith, our peace comes from what no one else can give us but you. And no one can take it away from us. And we thank you that you won't. And so today, we, we bless you. You are our rock. You are our fortress. You are our strength. Help us today. Lord, this very day, when circumstances go bad and people want to irritate us, when people rub us the wrong way, maybe if we suffer some sort of loss, some sort of even a loss of a loved one or a loss of a relationship or a loss at work or a loss in our money or, or a loss in our health or any of these things, Lord, we pray, help us. Help us to step back and remember that our ultimate joy and our ultimate peace is something you give and you won't take it away. And we thank you for that security and that strength. And for this, we bless you. We do pray today, Lord, for peace in our world. We do pray, Lord, for between the nations, there would be peace. We do pray for peace in relationships. I think in Romans, you said, as far as it depends on you, be at peace with all men. And I pray, Father, today, as far as it depends on us, we get along with other people. And, I, and we thank you for the joyful experiences you bring our way. But again, we focus on that which, cannot, which can't be shaken and can't be taken. And for this, we bless you. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. God bless you. Isn't this wonderful? I'm so glad you're along with them. I love having you guys with us. We're here every day, every morning, because we believe there's power in the Word of God. And so we come here and we get in the Word of God. and we, we trust God will fill us, strengthen us, encourage us, bless us. We know He will. I hope you come back with us every day. If you're new, welcome. Make sure you hit the subscribe, notify, like the video, and also tell me where you're from. Introduce yourself. Tell me how you found out if I know you. Um, we're here every day. Make sure you come back tomorrow live or you can hear the, watch the video later or hear the podcast. So God bless you. You have a great day and I look forward to seeing you tomorrow morning, 8.30 a.m. Eastern time. Have a great day. Bye-bye.